Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to the second live EP that we are dropping here. Forgot what we're going to be talking about. One of the brothers can remind me about that in a quick second. But how's everyone doing today? We're going to give it a little bit of time here before we get into the ep maybe like a minute maybe two alhamdulillah alhamdulillah bro could be better this uh really gloomy weather in toronto been raining lately yeah yeah oh, that sucks man yeah, apparently it's also allergy season as you can it see it is man apparently <laughs> it's also elbow injury season too i've heard yes 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 man just getting hit with one thing after another alhamdulillah you're not injured though no it's i wouldn't no no it's it's far far from injury it's probably information yeah yeah yeah. you know the thing when you like you look up your symptoms on google and it gives you a long scary name yeah you're yeah, like yeah. what the heck is that yeah, yeah i got some like rust bostitis thing and i'm like bro what the heck but um, <laughs> yeah, i yeah i overtrained way way probably way. just or bro yeah and then it's like the normal soreness. Can you have normal soreness on top of domes? On top of what? Delayed mm. onset muscle soreness. You can if you're like a complete like noob. Yeah, well, Rami, I'm a complete for, noob. For, and I'm not calling him a noob, but like you, you've taken a big break. Yeah, that mm. usually happens. Like if you go too hard too soon, you get yeah. just ridiculously sore for no reason. Yeah, yeah. So aside from uh, all this, mm-hmm. man, we got a we had a good week, right? Good feedback, good videos. So a lot has changed, guys. We uh we've had the utmost honor through the grace of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala to speak to Firas Zahabi, Alhamdulillah. one of the most prominent figures in the YouTube scene. So expect some uh, lit episodes coming up shortly. There were a lot of gems. Yeah. There were a lot of gems talking with him. Yeah, alhamdulillah. Mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah, bro. May Allah bless him. Allah. I mean, bro, why don't you two tell me one thing that sticks in your minds that you learned from the episodes that we did? Bro, too much. Wallah, yeah. too much. Yeah. There's no one noteworthy thing. <laughs> um, it's all noteworthy, man. It is, bro, but, like, I guess something... A few notes that I took in my head was uh, number one, I got to do cardio. I definitely got to start getting <laughs> cardio more. Um, yeah. And number two, he kind of, well, not kind of, he really did clarify. And because uh, in one of his podcasts, he was talking about how, um, you know, when you're training, it, it should be fun. You know, you shouldn't, you should always stop before you're exhausted so that way you can go back in the next day. And then keep training, and then mm-hmm. you can progressively go further and further and further, and that increases workload over time. But like, I always wonder, like, how does that really look like in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? And though he he didn't exactly elaborate on that, he went into a different example. Um, Assalamu alaikum, bro. Welcome to the family. Uh, <laughs> it, it's uh, I'd say it was. It kind of like the example he was giving just kind of made sense. And then he did say at the end was like, you know, when when you're doing MMA, um, 
the moment you start becoming like sluggish, the moment you start feeling like you just have no energy, take that break. And if you feel like the energy comes back, maybe go in again. And if you feel like it doesn't, all right, leave it there. And yeah. he gave the analogy of um, the example of basketball, where it's like if you're shooting hoops and you're making all the shots, like he, he's going to let you keep shooting. He's not going to stop you. But then the moment that you start dipping down, where it's like, let's say out of 10 shots in the beginning, you were making like nine out of 10. Well, now let's say you, you're dipping down to like six out of 10. He's like, okay, well, now it's done. If yeah. you continue now, it's just gonna, it's gonna, you, you're basically implementing a, uh, a bad pattern, mm-hmm. you know, cause uh, it's not practice makes perfect. It's perfect practice makes perfect. So yeah. if you're doing, bad practice then you were just reinforcing bad behavior and all that yeah. stuff. this is way more but like that's the gems yeah yeah and sure. uh or ai alaikum, bro welcome to the fam Salam, bro welcome to the shabab rami bro how about yourself and before you go real quick to all the viewers that made it this far please check out the shorts that i dropped today it's a little bit of like a teaser trailer i think rami already saw it i put it on tiktok as well it's uh for the upcoming episodes we got with brother for us so Rami, how about you yeah it's been a lot so i don't i want to give two answers i want to give like the generic he said this and it stood out and i want to give a just just his his character who he is really yeah bro because my about. answer would have been the character but i don't right. i don't know if we're thinking the same thing but i'll let you go first right, it's obviously not so bro the his character and, and him as a father you know i looked at him I'm like mashallah that's a good father that's a good mm-hmm. family man you're gonna, of course, you're gonna say the same thing, man. I was bro, bro it's this, it's the little <laughs> pauses every now and then. Uh, guys, can you wait? Let me check on my my daughter. Make sure she came home. Let me check on my son. Make sure he's at the bus stop. Yeah. It he didn't say it, but it just it went through his actions. How much he cares as a father. Yeah, mashallah. And the story he told about his son when he went to school. Wa alaikum salam, rahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Tea and biscuits. Tea and biscuits, ready, man. Mashallah. Are you from London? <laughs> So uh, that's that's the first answer. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah. Twinkle boo. Wa alaikum salam. Twinkle's showing up every week. Like clockwork. So yeah, that was my first answer. My second answer is is the whole uh, topic of basically identity and existence. And if a robot, Rami, who acts like Rami is, you know, is a robot, is, you know, and he dies, is that, you know, did we lose Rami? Basically, is he dead? Um, was that Rami? Was it not Rami? And and all that stuff and the whole topic of, um, basically, all your ideas are are basically conjugations of things you've seen and you've things you've observed, and taking it a step further, to to his argument, God cannot be observed. Therefore, we shouldn't even have any idea of God. Nothing even close to God, not, nothing even comparable to God could be observed. So God would be the greatest idea any man could ever have. Because it's like there's power, imagine the, an all-powerful being. There's knowledge, imagine an all-knowing being. And then combines all these, these attributes into one being. If it wasn't in us, it would be the most absurd idea, the most complex idea a man basically could ever have. Mm-hmm. I agree. And that's that's crazy. There were a lot of uh, mind benders, mashallah, with him. So, yeah. Look forward to that, guys. 
There's there's a uh, 61 viewers right now, so we should have 61 likes. Please get the likes up. And for those of you that are catching the stream after it's already been broadcasted, what are you doing, man? Show up on time next time, inshallah. Or just smash the like button right now to make up for it. If we get a thousand likes on this video, I will drop a longer trailer on Sunday, inshallah, for you guys with Brother Faraz. Aside from all that, I think we should go into the meat of the episode. What do you guys think? All right. Yeah, let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. All right. So we've been getting a lot of DMs since we started this channel on people asking generic inquiries and questions. And, you know, they want fatwas too. We can't always give that. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, let me quickly. Kalib, salam alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. All right. Mm, okay. We, we got a little bit Before of. Before we even get that, <laughs> let's let's kind of elaborate like what we're going yeah. into. Okay. Yeah. So we've been getting a lot of DMs, as I mentioned just now, um, about various things. Fatwas too. We're not really qualified for that, but things that we could help you on a journey from experience. We do our part, inshallah. We do our best. Um, however, that being said, lately we've been getting a lot of uh, DMs from sisters specifically that are asking, "What should we?" be like what do men like what do men find desirable in in wives in long-term marriages and sustainability what makes men look at us as red flags or what are red flags that might come up you know in the pre-nikah or post-nikah stuff like that so you know i've been thinking i'm like we've been making a lot of videos for the brothers alhamdulillah but we should all make a video with you know, the three of us about sisters and kind of put them on game about what men really look for. Mm -hmm. And again, we could speak anecdotally. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to speak on behalf of us and ourselves yeah. and maybe personal experience or at least desires. And I guess green flags, red flags, whatever you want to call it. However, we're still going to uh, talk about the polls that we did. So on Instagram stories, if you're not following us on at three Muslims, the three Muslims, follow us now. Uh, we post a lot of updates there. I put up a question for women saying, uh, if you uh, are looking for marriage or you're currently married, what do you think you bring to the table of like actual value? So I asked that question. And I also asked the question uh, for women, for the sisters, what do you think men look for? And alhamdulillah, we got a lot of responses that Rami is going to read out. Um, aside from that, I also asked two questions for the brothers. Number one, for the bros, what are red flags for women? And number two, what are things that you absolutely love about women, things you look out for? So, yeah, we don't want to just speak from our anecdotal experience. We also want to, you know, share these polls. So, inshallah, that's what this episode is going to be about. Inshallah. Okay, we got a question from AI again. Exactly. I wanted to ask you, what is a high-value woman to a man? What was the thing that uh, AI said before? Answer your question. I will bring to my husband respect, peace, comfort, support. Mashallah. Mashallah. You already halfway there. If uh, the yeah. dean is in check, Kunis yeah. was in check. This we'll talk about a lot of stuff. So, Anho, do you want to answer this uh, this question first? For you specifically. Why you gotta put me on the spot, bro? Y'all are married, or, or one of you is soon That's to be why. married. Y'all should be closest first. to being single. 
<laughs> so if we answer it, it kind of makes no difference, bro, because you're looking the most. All right, what? Makes sense. Okay, what what do I see personally as a high value woman? High value woman number one, and this has been evolving, so and this may change over time. But number one is Dean. She's got to be on Dean. If she's not on Dean, uh, I'm just not even going to waste my time because, listen, you could be attractive. You can know how to cook. We could connect and all that stuff. But if you don't have Dean, then I can't trust your judgment. I can't trust your loyalty. I can't trust you, period. Because you don't even have that taqwa. You don't even have that fear of Allah. So how mm-hmm. can I? Mm-hmm. How can I put my trust in someone that doesn't have fear of Allah? Mm-hmm. You know, so that's number one. That's that's a high value thing. You guys want me to continue or do you want me to leave it at that? Go on, you on a roll. MashaAllah. So on top of that, there has to be connection. So chemistry. Right, like I'm not asking the woman to be perfect because I understand nobody is perfect. I myself mm-hmm. am not perfect. I have issues as well, so I don't mind if the girl has issues, as long as we are both striving to be better every single day. But there has to be that chemistry. There has to be connection. I'm not just gonna be with someone. Or actually, I'm over here saying what I I would want. I'm talking about high value, high value. Yeah. So um, disregard that. Because that's, that's more of like, what am I looking for in a woman instead of talking about high value? I, I say another thing for high value, she has to have personality. Yeah. And then she has to be able to cook um, just because I really like food. <laughs> so when, when a woman cooks, it just, mm, it just changes everything. And mm-hmm. there is that one saying where it's like the way to a man's heart is his stomach. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that that's my uh, answer. You're looking for a, a sister that can that can cook some mean uh, lamb chops for you. Hello, obviously, bro. If it, she can cook a lamb chop, she can cook the curry. She can cook that garlic naan bread. Now, listen, I ain't gonna be eating this all the time. I like simple. I like eating very simple and then eating complex every now and then. But if she can whip it up. That's that's high value in my opinion. Is she capable of whipping it up? That's exactly. 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 All right. Tell you, bro. Uh, brother Rami, what in your eyes is a high value woman <clears throat> to a man? You can give a kind of a generic answer as to like what you think makes the woman high value herself. Or you can give an intrinsic one to you, what yeah. you find high value. All right. I'm going to be as brutally honest as possible right? to be Please, straight that's, that's all we ask for like, mm-hmm. so looks 100% matter to a man and facts. that is facts Yo, why do we can... lose 30 viewers no I'm just playing <laughs> <laughs> filtering out the uh, the fake inshallah but men 100% care about looks it's not the same when a woman looks like uh, looks at a man you know, as when a man looks at a woman, looks do matter. And it is subjective. So just like women are going to find some men attractive, some men ugly, men are going to find some women attractive and some women not as attractive. And the reason I didn't say ugly is because I honestly think all women are actually beautiful because Allah has put this type of beauty in women that I just think 
feminine. Generally, yeah, the, the feminine, the feminine beauty yeah. that just men don't have. But again, I'm a mess. Maybe I'm being subjective. But regardless, um, that's just in terms of looks. And I'm, I'm assuming you guys know character and Dean. I'm just going to assume that because you guys should know that. Character, at least bare minimum. Or sorry, Dean, at least bare minimum. And, and character, I want to talk a little more about that. So the character a woman should have is just look at the, the wives of the Prophet. Look at Samaya uh, when she comforted the Prophet and, and morally supported him. Look at Khadija radiallahu anha. Where you know she she would keep the house tidy for him, the kids quiet when they played, um, she would have food ready, like all these things, things that made his life easy, because the 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 woman is honestly, I know she comes from the rib of the man, but she's truly the backbone of the man, because for every great man that you have, you have a woman, that's that's basically in the back supporting him, and that's not to say that oh women are in the back, women are in the kitchen, that's to say that that women are not supposed to be on the front lines like men. Men are supposed to be frontline war, frontline dawah, frontline. You know, there are women who go and do that as well, 100%. But I'm saying it's a man's obligation to do that. So a man is going to look for a woman who can emotionally support him, that can uh, support him in, in any way, even if it's in the sense that she, she, you know, she has, you know, financial capabilities herself, so she takes care of herself. I'm not saying men look for that, but even things like that add to it. My point is that you support the man and. It comes in the form of <clears throat> bismillah, comfort and, and, and having wisdom and all of that. And, and men want a woman. I know it might sound backwards, but men want a woman who's capable, right? And I don't mean capable of like fixing the garage or something. I mean capable of, you know, basically living her life uh, in a sense that whenever something comes up, she can handle it. You know what I mean? Mm. Not in a way where like, oh, I'm independent. I can do whatever I want. Uh, but in the way that, you know, something comes up, she doesn't always have to go to someone else or come to you or something about it. But last thing I mm -hmm. want to say before I forget, but I didn't already forget. No, I slipped my mind. Type, I'm done. No worries. Jazakallah khair, bro, for your uh, your feedback and your input on that. Mm -hmm. To answer your question myself, I would say that what makes a woman high value to a man is going to differ and depend on the man, right? So we are focused here specifically on Muslim men, right? When I focused on non-Muslim kuffar men, I'm sure it would differ, right? If we ask non-Muslim men, it would be, from my understanding, more superficial things. There's the whole dating culture, relationships, one night stands, so on and so forth. And I'm sure there's some non-Muslims that are out here looking for pious women too. But I'm just going based off personal observations. For Muslim men, I think predominantly, aside from differing on the men, I think that objectively speaking, we should be putting Dean forward, obviously, as Brother Anha said. Um, and then after that, I always ask men this question when they have a pee addiction, you know, watching and, you know, all that or anything like that. I'm just like, the women that you guys are looking at or objectifying or whatever, could you, like, could you ever look at her as the mother of your kids? And nine times out of nine, they're like, hell no. I'm just like, why are you watching them then? You know what I mean? It just it just quickly changes the paradigm in their eyes. But mm. that being said, just look at every single woman that you would want to potentially be willing to marry and ask yourself, would you want them to be the mother of your kids? Would you want your daughter to be like this? If the question is yes, then you already know what you like. Me personally, it would be, uh, it is this quote, 
kind of like when Rami was talking about capable, there's a quote that men should be capable and women should be coachable. Now, this isn't some spin on, you know, anything misogynistic. I'm just saying like a woman who is obedient and she wants to please her husband, that's a quality woman. And it's really hard to find today. And likewise, a man should be pleasing his wife too. So I would say obedience, loyalty, and loyalty is not just what you're doing when I'm here. It's what you're doing behind my back. Um, Prophet Sallallahu said two of the most important or most difficult things for us, the biggest fitness for us are what's between our lips and what's between our legs. Between our lips, meaning the jihad for having haya in our speech and not saying too much, not being harsh with others unnecessarily, not cursing, profanity, that type of stuff. And what's between our legs is, you guys already know, uh, we got general sound in the building. Wa alaikum assalam. So yeah. would you say men should be what? Men should be capable. Women should be coachable. I can see that, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I see that. Uh, Aside from everything else that I've mentioned, I would say that what makes a woman additionally high value to you is just how down she is, how down for the cause she is, how down she is for your program. It's like when you have an idea or you want to start a new project or you want to change your life and make hijrah or move or anything, how supportive is she with you? How how with you is she for that cause without asking about the little vicissitudes and like, okay, how is this going to happen? How is that going to happen? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? Like how willing is she for your cause? And I think that's a strong covert indicator of how good of a mother she will be. Because I think being a mother is one of the hardest, if not the hardest jobs out here. It's a full-time job, 24-7, no days off, no breaks. And most mothers, from what I've seen, take the job seriously. Yeah, they might complain here and there, or they might be married to husbands that are not doing their end of the bargain. But it really is a huge responsibility. So and the, the woman has to be capable as well. Exactly, exactly. So my advice to ladies, if you have some issues that, and we all know what issues we have. Ali, that we talked about it in our episode. Any issues that you feel like you have, something you're doing that you shouldn't be doing or something you need to improve, you got time if you're single. If you don't, you know, make dua, may Allah make it easy for you. If you're a man, I would say my best advice is pick a good woman to begin with instead of trying to change a woman to become better for you it's so much easier to meet a woman who meets like 99% of your your traits or qualifications than to change a woman who doesn't that being said there's a lot of nuances because people change sometimes and geez bro we've been live for almost 25 minutes now wow I swear, wallah, it feels like it's only been like two, two to five minutes. That's good. Well, before before we even get on that, to sum it up, like it's three things. We'll make it sooner here. Three things that a woman can do that'll make her high value to the number man, one. to the man that she can attract. All right, number one, be on Dean. So if you're not on Dean, get on Dean. Number two, character, right? Be the best person you can be. It's very simple. And then number three is beautify yourself. Doesn't mean cake up. Doesn't mean be like these little dolls where you completely change how you look and you look like you're an older person or just a completely different woman. No, no, no. Just 
beautify yourself the way that you know in a very simple way because obviously Allah loves that which is beautiful and when you beautify yourself you just like like Rami said you know as males we tend to function with our eyes so if something is pleasing to our eye we're probably going to be attracted and move towards that all right so three things very simple Nadim, salam alaikum, brother. Welcome to the family. All right, so yeah, I asked, being a wife is uh, is hard work. That's why a good wife will be offered to enter from any gate of paradise she chooses. Yeah, uh, ladies, like it's very simple. Like you have all these ways of pleasing Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, or you could just be a good wife, be obedient to your husband, be with a good man, do your part, and you can enter Jannah from whatever gate yeah. you choose. Yeah. To me, and, it's it's like I don't even have that like opportunity as a man, so I can only go based on what I would do. We got other opportunities, and look at it like true. this: right? we're coming together in a relationship for the sake of Allah. Hmm. We're coming together in a relationship for the sake of our salvation, to complete our deen, and to be able to, inshallah, make it to Jannah. Right. So if you understand this then you're willing to just do your part in this relationship. Where it's like, if a woman, or even if a man, like if there's too much pride and arrogance there, where it's like you don't want to take care of the other person, or you don't want to cook for them, or you don't want to spend money on them, or you don't want to do this, this, and that, like, y'all probably shouldn't be together. You should mm-hmm. probably take care of your issues before you actually get with the other person. Because if that's the case... Well, then two are not coming together to become one in this communion, right? You, you're not coming together to complete your deen. It's like you're coming together for uh, different reasons. And then mm-hmm. these things that are uh, not letting you fully connect and, and do this for the sake of Allah is actually going to... I'm not going to be... I'm not the one judging you. I'm not the one that knows the truth. But if I had a bet, I bet that it's taking you away from being accepted into Jannah than bringing you closer to it. Yeah. True. Nadim, uh, let's see what he wrote. Let's admit it, y'all. T3M has given much more than $5 worth of value. Let's get more members, inshallah. Barakallah, Fiqh. I think I, I don't even have to comment on that. Like, honestly, we are... We started this for one purpose. We still got the same purpose, but the comments do get a little crazy sometimes. So that's why we turned on members only chat. But yeah, uh, yeah to all the members, we'll that open today, it up at the end. We'll open it. Okay, so every single live stream. Thanks for reminding me on her. We're gonna open up the live chat to all subscribers, not just members, but subscribers for free. And it'll be like for 10, 15 minutes, and you guys can answer, ask all your questions. Um, but that's the thing. It's probably gonna be flooded with questions as usual and spam and bots and all that so we're probably only going to answer a few maybe like a couple maybe max three to five i don't know we'll see but uh once again uh thank you twinkaboo what is your thought about what are your thoughts about having women uh or women having beauty intelligence financially independent and dean as a turn off to some men okay um again this prefaces my response initially that it differs from man to man no two men are alike and no two women are alike right but as uh ustad gabriel al-romani commonly says that being said there are similar 
commonalities between men and women that psychology and just the dean in general they've been able to i guess categorize women into right so i would say that majority of men i can't speak on majority of men but i can speak on just myself and i'll let the other two brothers answer too uh a woman having beauty i don't have an issue with that intelligence i don't have an issue with that financially independent okay we'll talk about that and dean as a turn off okay i don't see why three of these would be an issue right financially independent here's the thing i want a woman to be able to be financially independent so in the sense that if something happens to me she knows how to make a living ideally ideally but if you look at islam it never makes women responsible in that sense she always has a wali either it's going to be her man her husband if he passes away her father right and before marriage obviously her father she's always supposed to be taken care of which alhamdulillah but if something happens to me i still want to know that this world is tough and a lot of men can't even support their their daughters let alone after a divorce even before the div- before the marriage they can't support i would say that uh financially independent that you know how to make a living um it's something that it's like something in the back of your pocket it's like a tool whether it be a skill or something that you could take out i do think that personally speaking a woman who is focusing on the family is much better aligned with the fitra and things are just much more easy for her um it being a turn off it depends see if she is interdependent i don't have an issue with that right independence is to say that i don't need you i got myself She's not really in her frame, but that's just me. What about you two? You want to go first on her? Yeah, so I'm going to agree with you. And I'm going to add here, like, look, beauty, intelligence, financial independence, the dean. These are all great things. Like Fire said, it should be financially interdependent, meaning that, like, look, I can make my own money here, but I recognize the value within this other person here. That's how it always should be. We should never think of ourselves as like truly independent because we never really are, if you think about it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, but beauty, obviously, like I said, beautify yourself. Right? Every woman is uh, going to look different. And every man is going to be attracted to different women. Right, so, like, you beautify yourself. And then, again, don't try to cake up. Don't try to make yourself into someone completely different. Just do the things that accentuate your features that Allah is giving you. And then just keep it simple. Right? But intelligence, like, me personally, I, I want a girl that knows. But, like, does she have to be the the most intelligent woman in this world in terms of, like, having master's degrees and do all that stuff no she doesn't now if if that's something that she fancies by all means if we connect on all the other values i don't see that being a a problem here and now the the financial thing i don't need the girl to be financially independent i just need her to be capable of doing that like fire said if something happens i want to know that she can be able to uh, take care of that. Because, like, my mom, when she was divorced and she was going through all this stuff, like, she made use of the money that she had to support me and my sister. 
And like when I what I saw her go through and what I saw her do for us showed me how resourceful she was with this money. Right? But when she was married, she was not being that resourceful as she was in that situation. She was not being as independent or financially independent as she was in that situation when and you get what I'm saying here? So like the woman has to be capable. That's all. She doesn't have to be financially independent. She just has to be capable of handling her own. If something, God forbid, were to go down, and obviously, Dean, you know, like that's that's a given. That should be the first one. Sister Fatima, Jazakallah Khair for signing up. May Allah bless you immensely, and welcome to the family. Right, Rami, I'm gonna let you uh, answer this question uh, as soon as we address this. Wa alaikum assalam, brother Abdul. Wa alaikum assalam, May Allah bless you too. Okay, Rami. So um, I, I want to remove Dean from the, the list completely. I don't know any man who's going to see Dean as a turnoff. And if he sees that as a turnoff, the entire person, stay away. Because if someone doesn't like Dean, bro, it's the, the worst of the worst. Allah protect us from that. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I wouldn't differentiate between beauty, intelligence, and, and financial independence. Maybe I would remove beauty from the category because every man loves beauty. And if a man is like turned off by beauty, maybe he's a little intimidated by the woman because maybe he's a little insecure about himself. He's like, oh, she's a beautiful woman. Well, what if I you know, can't handle talking to her? What if I mess up? Other than that, it's not that big of a deal. It's not really a turnoff, maybe a bit of an insecurity. When it comes to uh, financially independent and intelligent, uh, for some men, there is a bit of intimidation with that. Jordan Pearson talks a lot about how every time a woman's IQ goes up by 16 points uh, or go, goes up by a few points, she's 16% less likely uh, uh, to marry someone, meaning that the pool of people she can marry is smaller and smaller. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and it's basically mm -hmm. because men like to marry women who i guess are intelligent as intelligent as them maybe aren't as capable of them would as jordan peterson says are further down on the the hierarchy when it comes to um status or whatever in society um and likewise women marry up so um i wouldn't say it's a turn off but it does sometimes deter men i would say because of the stigma that these women are very disagreeable that they're gonna try and be in charge they're, they're gonna this that the other for both mm -hmm. intelligence and uh, financial stability uh, or independence, whatever you want to call it. And I don't like, I don't want to use the term financially independent because that kind of implies that she will be in the marriage. But Islamically, mm -hmm. as the brothers have mentioned, uh, the man is obligated to provide at least a bare minimum. Mm -hmm. um, so if anything, I think it would be a benefit that she has some kind of income or something as long as it doesn't take her away from your marriage. Like if it's a source of passive income, what's wrong with that? I would think mm -hmm. that's amazing, actually, because then as a man, you can cover the bare minimum, the basics, the everything, you know, she needs. And if she wants to, if she wants to go out of her way and buy, you know, extra this, that and whatever, she can go ahead and do that. And it's, it's not a problem. Mm -hmm. Money's not an issue. And when the money's not an issue, alhamdulillah, um, you know, a lot of the, the problems in your marriage might fade because a lot of couples basically, you know, mess up because of money issues nowadays unfortunately mm. so me personally like the the marriage that i'm in right now with my wife whenever we we do stuff like sometimes when we go to the movies or you know normal stuff like that she'll just get popcorn or she'll get the tickets like things like this it's like what you're saying you know that little passive income that little side hustle income cool but in terms of all household expenses like rent food bills this type of stuff it's on every man 
to be able to pay. Yeah. Notice that I said to be able to pay. If your wife wants to help out with that, I don't think it's an issue with that. No, But you should be. Uh, you you let your wife get butter on the popcorn. <laughs> uh yeah, because I'm not eating it anyway, bro. I hate popcorn. Yeah. I hate popcorn, bro. I'm like the only guy that doesn't like popcorn, bro. Yeah. yeah. I just don't like how like nutritionally void it is. I th- yeah, I think it's a scam too, bro. Because like the amount of popcorn, or not the amount of popcorn. What am I saying? The amount of time that is spent in the movie from the admission time until when the trailers are done playing. I'm done. Like when I was a kid, I would eat popcorn. I'd be done like all my popcorn before the movie even started. So yeah. I don't know what that. Yeah. What's up with that? But continue though. Finish. Finish your point. Yeah. So, bro, that's more or less it, man. I already said what I had to say. Um, a man should be capable of covering 100% of basic necessities and household expenses. If your woman that's wants true. to help you out with that, alhamdulillah. If she doesn't, you better be able to cover. And if you're not, I don't think you're ready for marriage. Um, but there's a lot of parents that I'm speaking to right now that are definitely tuning in currently. Alhamdulillah, almost 150 viewers. Parents, make it easy for your kids to get married. What are you doing? This whole, you know, I'm going to send them off to university, uh, you know, single in their sexual peak at age 18, fertility peak at age 18. And you're going to have to put your head down and get that degree for four years. And I can go, uh, you know, into bed with my wife at night. So, you know, that's not my problem. Sucks. Like what are you what are you talking about as a as a father as a mother like it's your jobs to make lives easy for your kids and intimacy is a big part and I feel like a lot of this is this is something I see in in Desi households right I was speaking to my cousin last week and we were talking about how in Desi cultures and a lot of you know South Asian Asian cultures maybe in Middle Eastern too kids don't witness too much intimacy from their parents because it's a little taboo. Right, I understand that Islam doesn't shy away from intimacy, guys. You know, kitab al nikab. We're not even going to talk about that. Islam doesn't culture taboos. Uh, you know, intimacy because of this, parents don't even you know hug or or even show you know in front of their kids that the dad even likes the mom or the mom even likes the dad. So because of this, kids are shamed and repressed in terms of their sexuality from a really young age, at least in the halal way. So. When they get a little ounce of freedom, they either go completely berserk and hypersexual and fall into haram, or they become asexual and they don't know how to even deal with these things. So I think those are two extremes, and these two happen. These do happen. So parents, make it easy for your kids. I mean, bro, and let me just add on to the point that Rami was saying about intelligence. Wrong, bro. It's very simple. Right, because a lot of women will get, you know, triggered by this and say, "Oh, you don't want an intelligent woman." No, no, no. Listen, it's very simple. When an individual increases themselves in knowledge, the conversations that they have, the interactions they have, the way that they express themselves, it all changes from this knowledge. So, if someone becomes more intelligent, they're um, their sense of humor is going to change. Their personality is going to change. The way they interact is going to change. Now, that's not always a bad thing. Could be good, good. Could be good, could be bad, depending on the individual and how they want to do this. But it's going to change the way that you interact with this person. This person, even if they are also intelligent, let's say, okay, let's say you have an example. You have this guy, intelligent guy, mashallah, and then you have this woman. Very intelligent woman, mashallah, bro. Went to school, 
has masters, two masters, by the way, not just one, two masters degree. And she's she's a bookworm. She's always in there studying, 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 doing all this stuff. Listen, they start having conversation together. They're not really going to connect because in terms of intellect, in terms of all that, she's on a different level than he is. So therefore, because there's no connection, halas, nothing happens with them. So that's why Jordan Peterson says when a woman becomes more intelligent, she starts getting to this level, her pool becomes smaller and smaller because I hate to say this, but there are not many men out there that are constantly increasing their intelligence like that. Yes, you know, there are men who self-improve. Yes, there are men who are academic and they're constantly learning more and more but even Mm -hmm. then the pool is small for them the the Mm -hmm. pool of men who do this is small so therefore if you're a woman and you start doing this your pool also becomes small so it's not to say don't seek intelligence but it's like you have to put it into what's worth having in this life like if you truly value intelligence by all means go after it by all means i'm not saying not to i'm just saying Accept the reality that by doing so, you will limit the pool. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's, it's called the uh, cost of opportunity. When you win somewhere, you lose somewhere else. And that's to go with everything in life. Mm-hmm. And guys, we got a lot of questions, so we're going to go right at it in a second. But what is educated? What is intelligence? Like, if, if a woman brings to the table Islamic education, Islamic knowledge, alhamdulillah, this will definitely add to her case. Because I want that. I want you to be able to teach my kids the deen alongside myself. If you're bringing in mathematical knowledge, let's say, of course, I want you. I don't want kids being, uh, you know, needing help in math and we don't know how to help them. I'm busy providing you out here. Let's say you can't help them and then they end up failing school and not pursuing their dreams. Right. So at the end of the day, they're equally important. But uh, it differs from man to man, man to woman. And from woman to man, uh, Anhel, in terms of what you were saying, and Rami, what you were saying about Jordan Peterson, hypergamy is a real thing, bro. Um, Muhammad Hijab talked about in the debate, hypergamy isn't, I guess, relevant to 100% of women. Some prioritize stuff like homogamy and stuff like that, which are like more similarities that they have. But hypergamy is a real thing. Women on average do want men that are making more than them, right? This is this has been proven in every single study thus far. Um all other variables being the same, uh, men that are higher status and all that. So at the end of the day, women really do like men that are more intelligent than them. So you look at it two ways. You could look at that men are not really, like the average man is not too good today. You know what I mean? So women really don't have much to choose from anyway. But at the end of the day, I feel like if you're a woman watching this, don't think that being intelligent being intelligent is a is a turnoff for men um you know but also don't think it's it's like the only thing don't think it's something we care about like don't think it's something we prioritize above all else you know so you need to find that balance i hate i hate being black and white all right Calibas, could it be the other way around that highly intelligent women do not find less intelligent men attractive instead of men being intimidated it's kind of what i said yeah yeah it could definitely be the case um and I think it boils down to women. Women, I believe they want to admire their man. They want to respect their man. They want to look up to him and, and be like, you know, that's my man, you know, in, in a very ad- admirable way. 
Um, and having, if you're better than your man in X, Y, Z, you can't really admire him in X, Y, Z, right? Like if I'm like LeBron James, I can't really admire, you know, basketball players. Like I can respect them. I can appreciate them, but it's not going to be admiration. I'm not going to look up to them. The best doesn't look up to anyone really. Right. Um, and that's why we look up to the Prophet because he was the best, right? Alayhi salatu salam. And he took directly from the Quran. He was the Quran in terms of his character. So when it comes to intelligence, if, if you're a woman, you want to admire your man, you want to respect your man, look up to your man. If you're more intelligent than him, then you just can't do that. It's not your fault. Mm. You just can't. And it's just a natural thing. Uh, so I think it very much, you know, could be the case. Okay, let, let's go quick because we got a lot of questions. Rami, I'll leave this to you, bro. Um... I mean, are we studying Arabic? I, alhamdulillah, uh, I'm going to start soon, inshallah. I did a little bit. I took a break. Brother, brothers, uh, Fahd and Anhil, they are, alhamdulillah. Any tips? Uh, I would say get a teacher and um, just, just make it a daily habit. Even if it's 10, 15 minutes a day, make it a daily habit. Learn the alphabet. Learn certain words. Maybe watch movies in Arabic. I think that helps as well. If it's Fusha Arabi, then just go get a teacher. Get a teacher. I mean, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Okay, we did this already. AI asked you right or maybe a statement. You're right. My father always told us to get education to be able to take care of ourselves just in case something happens. Alhamdulillah. I believe from what I'm hearing, you're a woman, your sister. So Jazakallah khair for your input. And uh, just know that this whole trope of a modern woman being shamed for depending on a man, this is not Islam. We want women to depend on us. We want to feel like we are dependent on. It gives a man purpose in terms of provisioning. Oh, but even as men, like we still depend on the woman. Like that's just how Allah made us. Mm-hmm. It's society. I'm, I'm like it's society that survival. puts it in our head, bro. Society puts it in our head for us to be independent, for the mm-hmm. man to be independent and not need the woman. It's like what, like bro, as a man, like Allah said it, like He created us in pairs. Mm-hmm. So the man needs the woman, and the woman needs the man. I agree. I think most financially capable men don't care about the financial independence. It's very true. I agree. Yeah. I know you were right about intelligence for a woman. Like a lot, yeah. Trust me, I know women who are highly educated, but they are horrible wives to their husbands and rude, so it doesn't matter as long as she has deen and is submissive. Guys, like this whole thing about men and women having one thing and then forgetting the rest, it's real. I know men that can recite the entire Quran, but they haven't had intimacy with their wives in a year. Like, being a multifaceted man or woman today, I don't get it. Just like Anhel is saying, like, everyone's just convinced to be one thing instead of another. There's no balance anymore. There's no equilibrium of, of, of the Sunnah way. You look at the Prophet everything was in check, alhamdulillah, with his life. And there was no one extreme over another. Everything was perfectly balanced. And I feel like as men and women, we should strive for that. We should never go too much one way and forget the other. What's the point of studying for your exams for 10 hours and you've missed five you know, prayers of the day? Right? We should be generalists, not specialists. Mm-hmm. I agree. Abdul says there are Udemy courses to learn Arabic. Mashallah. Mashallah, that's good. Okay, perfect. Guys, without further ado, let's go right into the poll responses. We're coming to the end here, right? Uh, I, I got to be close. out of here real soon. It's 1140. Okay, okay. 
Perfect, bro. Arami, you can start off with the first question. Do you mind reading it out? Yes. What do you think men find attractive about women in terms of a wife? And disclaimer, women are answering these questions. These are from sisters. All right? These answers are for sisters. Yeah. First answer is a good nurturing person. 100%. Someone who's nurturing. It goes back to like the whole like, comfort and, and being able to support. Um, another sister said modesty and how they hold themselves in public. Another very, very important one. Um, even with non-Muslims, the, you know, non-Muslim men, they have the sense of ghira. They're losing it, unfortunately. But, you know, mm-hmm. they have the sense of ghira, the sense of, you know, I don't want my woman, you know, my, my wife, my, my girlfriend, whatever, to, to be posting themselves for everyone to see. So, very Yo, uh, bro, I love what you're doing. No disrespect. Don't take it sideways. Yeah. But we got 500 responses. I'm not going to read all of them, bro. Yeah, I was so, about to say, uh, bro, I'm, I'm not going to say you. Anna, Anna left the chat. So what I would say is uh, you could read, you know, some that you find more interesting um, than that. But read as many as you as you can, as you like. And we'll go to the next question when you're ready, bro. Type, type. Uh, aside from appearance, obviously, intelligence, humor, being confident, but submissive. Uh, another sister said, uh, peace, beauty, agreeable nature, and... Uh, Good potential mother. Yes, those are very important as well. Inshallah. Haya, beauty, respectfulness, cooking, cleaning, skills, and mentality. I would say yes. Um, in today's society, it's beauty and a girl who's fashionable in terms of clothing and makeup. Mm. That's in the kufar world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say for, for non-Muslim men. Yeah. So that's, that's, yeah. that's important. Um Taking on household duties, being obedient to him, and looking beautiful for him. Yes, one hundred percent. Yes, yes. I, I like I like how she specified beautiful for him and not oh, just beautiful in general. Bro, I was gonna say that too, man. Yeah. Just for him, like that's a really important fact that you, that the sister put. Yeah, yeah. I love sir. Like, responsible, affectionate, playful, feminine, sensual, nurturing, pleasant face and body. I think they really summarized it well. On that, in, in that one. Gentleness, beauty, supportive. Uh, another sister said, sincerity, even if I make mistakes, I want to be sincere in doing so. That's fair. That's fair. Sincerity is important. Uh, if her ego disallows reverence and respect for her first man, he'll never find peace, especially if he's a good man. Very, very, pure, uh, very, very true. Uh, I'll make the... Someone put a very vile answer. I'll protect this man. Yeah, I know, bro. Probably. It's like, uh, I saw that, bro. Let me hear it, bro. No, no, no. Bro, I don't. Bro, we can't say that on there. I can't read that uh, there's, there's a lot of uh, loyalty, modesty, warmth, femininity, right? From what I'm hearing, uh, Rami. Yeah. So yeah. it seems like the sisters got their got their stuff together for sure in, in, in terms of thinking what we like. Yeah, yeah. yeah alhamdulillah. They're, they're, they're pretty well on their way, alhamdulillah. And it's funny because this is not the stuff you see in, in, in society when it mm-hmm. comes to... Like if you go on the street and ask, you know, random, I would say non-Muslim women, it would be very, very different answers, alhamdulillah, I think. Uh, generally speaking, the last one I'm going to read, femininity, haya, and deen. Very important. So, approaching the end of the list, I think, alhamdulillah, that's it for this list. Again, the question was, what do you think men, pardon me, what do you think men find attractive about women in terms of a wife? Mm -hmm. And the sisters answered, you hear the sisters. Now we're gonna we're gonna in a bit speak about the brothers, and we'll see if that really aligns. Twinkle boo, uh, twinkle boo, for the member comment. Uh, it's nice to hear from men's perspective. Three Muslims 
are the brothers we all need. They are real. May Allah bless the three Muslims. May Allah bless you for blessing us. Amen. All right. Arami, what is the next question? Right. The next question is, what do you feel you bring to the table to offer to a man that he would want? Mm. Right. Um, one person said of our home and children. Um, I'm assuming she meant make the house a home and then provide children. Uh, the same sister later on, she said a very nice body, especially with two young children uh, making dinner and taking care. Mashallah. Mashallah. Yeah, a very nice body. Yeah, like she wants the man to have a very nice body. No, this is what she brings to the table. She's saying, she she has a nice body for the man to see. Basically. Yeah, uh, a healthy, balanced tranquility. <laughs> oh, uh, she knows. She knows what's up. Inshallah. She knows what's up, bro. Yeah, type a healthy, balanced tranquility, helping him achieve his dreams, goals. Uh, two heads are better than one. Mashallah. Yeah, obedience, respect, and love. Level-headedness uh, and being his peace. Uh, shyness and an Islamic upbringing uh, and being a homely person, knowing how to cook, clean, and nurture the children, being obedient and doing the household duties. Uh, one person gave a very depressing response. They said, nothing. I gave him everything I had. SubhanAllah. Allah protect you. Uh, I mean, man, you got to fix that hurt before you go around hurting others. Yeah. Hurt yeah. people. Hurt people. So yeah. You heard it here first. Yeah, that's facts. Five, next. Respect, preserving his honor, uplifting him, giving him mental and physical pleasure, spiritual harmony. Very well said, mashallah. Another sister said, companionship, care, and love. And I'll make these the last three. Having the characteristics to be a good mother to his kids and being open to working on myself. Very, very important. Uh, may Allah bless her. Um, another sister said, Iman, Ikhlaq, and that I love taking care of my family. Mashallah. I forgot to mention, men really do love like a motherly woman, not just feminine, but motherly, nurturing. So it's very important. But there's mm -hmm. a difference. There's nurturing. Yeah. And then there's motherly. Yeah. And when it comes to the relationship that the husband and wife should have, the yeah. woman should be nurturing, not motherly. Nurturing, yeah. Yeah, husband. yeah. yeah. yeah if she becomes, if she comes motherly, then it just, it destroys the, uh, the sexual dynamic. Yeah, hundred percent, bro, hundred percent. But if, yeah. uh, but if uh, the relationship is kind of like fatherly, daughterly, don't don't take my words out of context, guys. I know someone's gonna make a meme out of this. Yeah. It still works out in terms of the sexual dynamic, um, because yeah. as Gabriel said in an episode, women can afford to be, to be girls. It's true, yeah. but men cannot aff uh, afford to be boys in a relationship. That's one hundred percent. That's Yeah. So the last one I'm gonna read is support with home and work, listening, patience, intimacy, peace. A little fun and friendship. Inshallah, very, very nice response from the sisters. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Guys, we got hundreds of responses, but it's we don't have the time to read, read through all of these. But Rami gave some general commonalities that you know we found through most of the poll responses. Okay, next question. Bismillah. As a man, what do you find desirable in women as potential wives? All right. So let's see what we got. Career oriented, too disagreeable, not receptive to male leadership okay this is uh the next question that i was reading for red flags so <laughs> this is this is definitely not desirable guys um i was reading the wrong one okay modesty beauty dean femininity pious women dean beauty a pious painting that's facts uh listens willing to be co-pilot understands a leader and a follower of beauty and dean yes sincere supportive loyal 
Co-pilot, mm, we'll make a whole separate episode about that. Okay, Dean and Akhlaq. Okay, I like that. Obedience, not in a dominant way, just someone who listens. Whew, that's key. Housewife personality rather than a uh, hot girl one. Okay. Uh, modesty, religious values, and physical appearance. I agree. Obedience to Allah and his messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is key. Humble. Has to be fit and cares about health. Okay. Uh, cooking, cleaning, good with kids. And most importantly, if she is on her deen. I agree. Number one, deen. We got three for deen uh, in a row. Femininity, respect, shyness, ghira, and trust. Oof. No, the haya is just something that I feel like when a woman loses touch with her haya, it's just a downward slippery slope with other aspects of her life from what I've witnessed. So, you know, and men too. Like, hold on to your haya. Like, this is something that too many people are just, just shameless today. Yeah. Dean personality looks. We got cooking skills, of course. I know Anhel vibes with that. Uh, modesty, cleanliness, easygoing family behind her. I like that. Family is really important, guys. Um, wears proper hijab. I like that uh, the brother uh, put proper in a capital, Alif Lam, because proper is something that, you know, hijab isn't just a headscarf and, you know, so on and so forth. Okay. Uh, proper deen with proper hijab. We got this again. If there is no proper deen, I'm not looking at other things. Cool. Akhlaq. Okay, just going to wrap it up now. Sober and chaste. Has a solid foundation of knowledge regarding Quran, Sunnah, and Hadith. Taqwa, agreeability, good manners. We got women has no issue with cooking and cleaning. That's key. Anho said in an episode um, or reaction video that we did, like, you know, it's not, you're not a servant, but you should be cooking and cleaning and and serving to your man. Like, it's, I, don't, I don't see what's difficult about that. Um, and a man has, has the roof over your head, so it is what it is. Caring and supportive, yet also takes care of her own duties. Dean, fitness, etc. Last two, we got looks, youth, beauty, submissiveness, and friendliness. And for the last one, we got piety, modesty, and dress and conduct. This is key. Uh, not being so loud and good looks in that order. So y'all, y'all can see the pattern. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, let's open this up for uh, open discussion. You want to answer the? You want me to do the last one? Five ten minutes. Um, if, if you're gonna do the last one, man, I gotta dip because yeah, I'll, I'll wrap it up real quick, bro. As a man, bro. what are red flags for women to never marry or to make you want to divorce them? Okay, we got disrespect, dishonorable behaviors. They don't pray or don't prioritize the dean. Promiscuity, masculinity. Oh yeah, that's that's masculinity is a red flag with women, at least in an unhealthy amount. Playing too much games, haram past, haram posts. <laughs> two-faced behavior is not on dean rebellious Being we got placing an ideology on the same level or even above islam excessive consumerism lack of iman haya lack of empathy manliness <laughs> someone wrote in quotation marks i was gonna like this we can have friends of the opposite gender <laughs> if you guys know you know uh big feet i don't know okay cool that's a, that's a red flag for you i guess that has narcissistic behavior male friends hiding phone no intimacy poor intimacy this is key guys um extramarital affairs blasphemy abusive toxic well, these things are haram anyway but the fact that these are red flags show that you know muslims are having these today um so you know we all gotta step up as men and women support secularism all right last 20 seconds feminist no dean 
We got backbiting. That's huge. Men and women. Has pics of herself showing off on social media. This is this I, is I huge. I don't like that. I don't like that. Free mixes with non-mahram men. A career woman. Wants a more expensive wedding uh, over a marriage. Oof. Not wearing hijab. Okay, last one. Uh, let me get a good one. Mm. Bossy. Meaning never asks your opinion, just tells you what we are going to do. <laughs> Huge red flag. Okay, guys. We are done now. As you can see, it's, it's super simple. Like, as men, there's a pattern and we all kind of want the same thing and we don't want the same thing. So it's very simple for us men. All right, so, thank you for your response. Um, May Allah bless you. About it too. Okay, last question before we open up to public. Duo says, my local imam has had a khutbah where describing marriage is strong if there is respect and trust. Mm. 100%. There's a, there's a, a da'i by the name of uh, Sheikh uh, Ali Hamuda, I believe, from the UK. He made a, a, a marriage series. Please check that out, guys. A lot of gems. I'm just going to change the thing to subscribers only now for the chat. Just give me one sec. And I just want to add that these are things that will kind of, you know, get you married to someone. These are not things that will, I mean, some of them will, but not all of them are going to sustain your marriage. Right? Allah says in the Quran that he put between a man and a woman or between husband and wife, passionate love. And mercy. You guys need to passionately love each other and be merciful with each other because you're not always gonna be the best version of yourself. Did mm-hmm. I did I yeah. cut out for a second? Y'all need to be making passionate love every single day. Or she's on a period, yeah. bro. I mean, you can still be making passionate make love. passionate love, bro. Yeah, bro. What do you doesn't mean you have to you have to what's it called? Uh, penetrate. Mm-hmm. That is very true. That is very true. You can penetrate our mind every day, bro, regardless of period. <laughs> okay. Hakeem, about time law. Okay. Oh, we got, bro, we, got, we already got like 10 questions. Come on now. Assalamualaikum uh, salam. What if a sister says yes to the condition that she wants to have kids, though? Oh, Wait, on the what? condition that she wants to have kids, though. She what? won't. She won't oh. have kids. <clears throat> mm. uh, nah. Stay nah. away. I like, I like. <laughs> All of us unanimously not. Nah. What man doesn't want to start a family? Exactly. Thank you so much. May Allah bless y'all. Amin. Is it wise to blindly trust a man, especially in the society we live in today? I understand that trust is key. Okay. Uh, ladies, if he says he's going to marry you soon, or, you know, just I, I, I want to, you know, get to know you first and then I'll marry you. He probably doesn't want to marry you. He's not, yeah. he's not taking you seriously. I'm, I'm saying it as it is. The only person yeah, we yeah. should blindly trust is Prophet Sallallahu And you see that the things, the thing is, it's not even blind to trust. Because what is blind? Blind is misguided, right? Mm-hmm. If you trust someone, it has to be a guided decision. If you, there, there's a difference between trusting someone and, and being an idiot, being gullible, right? If a random man comes up to me and says, he's like, you know, um, take this briefcase and go deliver it to that man and you know i'll give you a million dollars you know i'm not gonna trust him i'm not gonna like that's that's stupid so if a man comes to you like Fire says and he's like oh i'm gonna marry you i just want to get to know you and like let's go out uh two times a week and come over and yeah. then you're just being dumb if you listen to that point you say listen go to my father or get the hell out of my face 
Mm-hmm. Very good. Okay, let's go quickly. Uh, Shazad asked, what is the best age to get married? I think, you know, the sunnah is to get married as, as young as possible if you are able to and you have the ability to get married. If you can't, then fast. So um, I would say if you are able to get married, alhamdulillah, 100%. Yeah, I'd say once you hit puberty. exactly. <laughs> Now, is that legal yeah, in a it's lot hard. of states Yeah, it's and hard. provinces? Probably not, but... Everyone's going to hit puberty at different ages, bro. I didn't hit puberty till I was like 16, 17. The sister that asked uh, won't have kids, she forgot to add that she would be willing to be a co-wife. Would that change Oh, anything? yeah, yeah. Plus, 100%. 100%. 100%. She also doesn't need to be... Like, if I marry one woman, the standards for her are going to be so much higher than if I have multiple women. Of course. Okay. Having kids with your man is one of the biggest ways to bless up. If she ain't about that, jump straight out the window. <sighs> Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Don't jump I'm out the window, though. But, you Okay, know. feel like there are no real men left, only small boys and big bodies. Few, very few that are husband material. Uh, it goes both ways, sis. There's a lot of women out here that are not wifey material, but there's no point. It's not conducive to any type of progress to talk about what, this, what the problem is. Let's talk about the solution. You know, inshallah, we can provide that. And there's a lot of resources to show you what we should be as men and women. Um, and yeah, that's all I got to say. Can you make a video about how a man can improve himself Islamically and be more desirable for women? We got you. We got you. Check out Inshallah. our episode, that we, the intimacy series that we made with uh, Brother Gabriel. You'll find a couple of gems there for now. Okay. Guys, we got uh, three more minutes. Hold on. What Go would back you do? to that question. Go back to that question. Which one? The one just had a screenshot it so we can re revisit Alhamdulillah. it. Okay. Uh, how many rakas are in wudu? Every ex-Muslim fails this question. Very funny. Um, what's the verdict on women who are considered less feminine by societal standards? How would you address that issue? Rami, anything? Uh, what do they mean by what's the, what's the verdict? Like, like, what do we do about it? Mm -hmm. Less feminine by societal standards. Uh, well, I don't really care about societal standards. I care more about Islamic Sharia standards because societal, societal standards for women in terms of, let's say, dress code. I'm just giving an example. Completely low. Like, berserk. I'm not even going to talk about that. So when a woman even dresses three quarters naked, she's dressing modestly because all women are half naked. So let's not talk about societal standards, at least living out here in the West. So Islamic standards, we can talk about that. Next, does her phone count as private property without guardianship over it? If you trust her, why not? Ooh, this is a good question. does the phone count as private property What um is private property exactly, though? it's, I'm confused it's because about that. i believe it's because women have a right to own their own property and stuff so um Hmm. uh yeah Yeah, there's I, a simple answer. There's a simple answer. Do you pay the phone bill? <laughs> If you pay um the phone bill, then you have you have all the right to look to the messages and all that. yeah yeah i i don't i don't think it's a matter of who owns it i think it's a matter of you know like do you trust your wife do you not trust your wife i don't think you should cause issues with having to search through it if you suspect suspect something okay but if not Yes, then don't look at don't look for trouble 100%. Thank you for the addition, bro. happy Jazakallah. no worries man Okay, my two minutes, guys. Lulu, I'm 20 and have opened myself to potentially getting married or possibly getting married, inshallah. What advice do you have for young Muslims entering the marriage market? Uh, know what you want know what to look for know what to watch out for Yeah. get your father involved please And be patient. Yeah. Please be patient. 
Yeah, and listen, listen to your dad. If he's being berserk, like he's not from this place, he's not from where we're from, then don't listen to him. But if he's being straight up and being like, I don't like this about him, he has an off vibe, I would say listen to your father. Yeah, and please be patient. Don't just accept the first Yo, Rami, comes into the equation. Why don't you eat one. soup, bro? Bro, I did, get out of here, bro. Get out of here. Go back to TikTok, man. <laughs> okay, Sister Sada sends a super chat. Uh, exactly okay for that, by the way, sis. Are you guys Salafis, Ahlul Sunnah, Jama'ah? Meaning, do you follow Quran and Sunnah only? I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I mean, speaking on, my, on myself, I would not say I'm Salafi, I would yeah. say I'm Ahlul Sunnah, Jama'ah, and yeah, I yeah, yeah. definitely follow Quran and Sunnah, yeah. And and I, I hate that you know, there's, there's a whole deviance between what a Salafi actually means today versus if you take the literal meaning which means you just follow you know the salaf which is the pious predecessor so it's like it's like bro what do you want us to say we're, we're stuck between a rock and a hard place we follow the quran and the sunnah thousand percent to the end um may allah guide us to continue to do that um yeah. in terms of you know all of these sects and different things i don't know you know yeah nadim what are your opinions on a woman not being too close to her family versus a man not being close to his mm. They're both Islamically wrong. Yeah. They both need to fix up. Yeah. I will say, though, um, by nature, the way, by fitra, women are more susceptible to influence. This is a fact. This is this is undisputed. Um, therefore, it would go in my logic that follows that if a woman is not too close to her family, it's more of a red flag to me than a man not being close to his. Yeah. Okay. Yo, go, go back to um the super chat real quick. Yeah. So I wanted to say something. So we are uh Sunnah Wal Jama. Yeah. It's all about the Quran and Sunnah. Hmm. Right? And and at the end of the day, we're all Muslim. There's no point to adhere to a certain sector, and like we're all Muslim, we follow the Quran, the Sunnah, that's it. Halas. Any other stuff that you see, it's to say that it's Islam, I don't know. That, that'd be like, I'd say that's almost kind of like, uh, what's it called? Bida innovation. Bida. It's, it's a form of that. It's a form of innovation where it's like, look, maybe perhaps you could look into, let's say, a certain sector. Right, and then let's say they have something, or uh, there might be some wisdom there. There might be like a little nugget of of gold. But at the end of the day, you take it as you will. You don't take it as your akida. You don't take it as your Islam. You take it as just that grain of salt. It's like when you you read something philosophical, you read something of the kuffar, where it's like, hmm, that's actually pretty intelligent. There's a lot of wisdom behind that. You don't take that as like the end all be all. As like, okay, now I'm taking all my belief. From this, no, this is just something that you take as a grain of salt. At the end of the day, you should be Muslim and you should be only doing the Quran and Sunnah and that's pretty much it. One hundo. All right, guys, we're going to do one last chat. Uh, super chat's going to stick out. If it's not, normal chat. Uh, we'll put on for another minute. Do you two brothers have anything else to say while we wait for that chat? I wanted to go back to that one sister who, who asked that question about the verdict because I like, we didn't really answer i just missed like i didn't understand what she said and then we kind of moved on so i don't want to like give her nothing uh but i would say as, as you said islamic standards when it comes to not being feminine uh islam doesn't really discuss being feminine 
um, but it does discuss a woman obeying her husband and everything. So uh, when it comes to the dean, as long as she, you know, understands that the, her husband is in charge, he has final say, then like that, you should be good. Uh, and the the verdict on that, I would say generally stay away from women like that because they're. I feel like they're just going to cause problems in the marriage. Yeah, and if the woman is like super disagreeable, yeah, that's that's a big no. Yeah, that's a mm. hard pass. Yeah, yeah. Alhamdulillah, we got one final question from Brother Nadim, who is a member, so we're going to answer this. Who is someone you are most looking forward to featuring on your podcast, even if it, out, if it is out of reach? So, Nadim, uh, shout out to you for becoming a member today and asking the most mm. questions and chatting compared mm. to everyone, anyone else. So, you you definitely got MVP for this. I'll let the other two go first. I say Mohammed job. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Both of you? Yeah. yeah. Allah. <laughs> I can't. I can't even think of one person, bro. I <laughs> we already had Hamza's horses, so yeah, we already had Hamza. I can't think of just one person. You know what I, I mean? was looking forward to, be honest, to Faraz Ahabi. Alhamdulillah, bro. Alhamdulillah, had, exactly. Yeah. Okay, if I had to pick, I'll say Khabib. Khabib. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe sick. All right, all right, guys. Jazakallah khair for tuning in. Until next time, next Friday, same time, ten thirty a.m. EST. Please smash that like button. Get us to 1,000 likes on this live stream and we will air a longer teaser trailer uh, for the Faraz Zahabi episodes this Sunday. Uh, but in the meantime, you can check out the shorts that I uploaded this morning. And assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Rami, do you think? That being said, Allahumma atina fi dunya hasana wa fi al-akhirat hasana wa kina adab nar. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. There's another thing too. It's, it's the perseverance aspect too. Like, we're more willing to stick through with things that we set out with an intention. It's impossible to have empathy for others if you're not patient. So, my love, bless you for that. First of all, I agree with the fact that the whole thing you said about friends. Yo, Rami. This is the only time I'm ever going to stop the the Patreon (coughs) outro because we got a super chat, bro. Yeah, I just saw it. Salam. I read someone asking about being desirable for women. Personally, I think we should focus on being acceptable to Allah. His creation will follow. I agree. Yeah, 100%. No, uh, no issues with that. Jazakallah khair, Brother Abdullah. It's like if, if they're affecting you more than you're affecting them, then you should probably get some new friends. You want to be investing in stocks, shares, bonds. You want to be investing in crypto because there's this thing called inflation, which means every year that passes by, the value of a dollar goes lower and lower and lower. And the reason being is because they're printing more money, right? That's why money is haram. At least the paper money is haram. Provided that you're actually there and you're being a good father and the mother's being a good mother, best conditions. And behind the mic, Hamza, Andreas, Zortzis, we will go in with our final three with brother Angel, inshallah. Inshallah, bismillahirrahmanirrahim. It's not just a responsibility on you. It's a responsibility on all the children, especially your father. In our private area is very elastic. And yeah, if you go too fast, the skin will literally crease up into like the edge of like the little clipper things. And you will literally clip your skin. You don't want to be on YouTube or the internet or anything that, that amount of time. But it's, it's the, the fact is that's what we're doing.